Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely terrific day today. And got Dad back on the show today, and we got a good show lined up for you. And be sure to continue to check out the website as we update stuff on a daily basis with different specials, sales, and protocols that are on the website right now, including the product of the week, which is the vitamin C capsules with antioxidants, which is the vitamin C that has quercetin and other bioflavonoids. Really, really important formula. And be sure to vote for what you want to see when tomorrow. And also check out a lot of the other new products we have, like the magnesium brain food capsules, the purple stick three packs, and of course the meat buckets and the organic food buckets on the website at healthmasters.com. So one thing I wanted to point out first off right out of the gate right here is I had somebody sent me an article a couple days ago, and it was discussing how the CDC had just released a report in order to basically push their injection schedule for ages six months to four years old for the COVID RNA gene therapy shot which is not safe under any circumstances, according to the VAERS reporting system that we're seeing. But nonetheless, the CDC is now stating that it's highly recommended. All children get the shot immediately. They came out with this pre-printed study claiming, claiming that the leading cause of death in children during the pandemic was covid I'm talking the leading cause of death, meaning the number one cause of death in the entire United States ages zero to four in the United States was COVID. Well, this has actually even hit a couple mainstream news outlets now, and they're stating that the CDC is absolutely wrong. (laughs) And it's a complete and total fabricated lie. And even their own numbers that they tried to manipulate still can't even constitute making COVID the number one cause of death, which I had told you guys before, if you actually looked for the past two years on recorded deaths directly from COVID with children that basically had no comorbidities, it was in like the single digits. The only numbers that I've ever been able to get were the CDC's recorded deaths in young children. It's basically in these kids that already had severe health problems, already had heart issues. A lot of them had cancer, leukemia which, I mean, is still horrific, and essentially they caught COVID and they died with COVID. That was the only numbers I could possibly get. Well, they came up here and they claim now that the leading cause of death for children in the United States during the pandemic was COVID and that all children need to get the shot immediately. Well, if you actually even looked at the real numbers of what they're trying to manipulate, the manipulated numbers, it came in that COVID was like number nine cause of death. And that was with the manipulated numbers they had. And when you start doing the research further and further and further, you find out it was a complete and total lie. Again, this is why I tell people to do your own research. I knew as soon as I saw it the other day, I couldn't even – when I read it, I, was, I thought I was reading it wrong. As it continued to reiterate, oh, the leading cause of death of young children, zero to four, is COVID. And I'm like, that can't be right. I was like, that, that, the numbers aren't there. Are you kidding me right now? What about drowning? What about leukemia? What about all, all kinds of other ailments? That, you know, how, COVID is the number one issue, even though their own numbers only showed like a 1,000 kids died, which is still horrible. But again, when you looked at those numbers, pretty much all of them were children that had serious comorbidities and died with COVID. So again, this is why I bring this topic up. And I want to remind people on a regular basis to always question everything you hear, especially 
if the mainstream media is talking about it. Because you can pretty much be guaranteed now, as sad as this is, the mainstream media is the enemy of the public. They are the propaganda arm of the deep state. It just is what it is. You can say that's tenfold hat conspiracy theory, Austin. That's your opinion on it. But I've looked at the facts and I've looked at the research, and I'll tell you right now, that's a fact. They are designed specifically for one reason, and that is to control the narrative and maintain the propaganda machine going. That's why I've told you guys pretty much now mainstream, if you hear something on CNN or NBC, you can pretty much be guaranteed the complete opposite of it. And if not, it's real close to be a manipulated lie if it's not complete opposite. This is what propaganda is all about. This is what Joseph Goebbels figured out in World War II as the basically head of the Nazi propaganda machine. If you tell the lie long enough and you make the lie big enough, you will eventually make everybody believe the lie. And that's exactly what the CIA has figured out as they are pretty much, in my opinion, right up there at the spearhead of the propaganda machine controlling the mainstream news outlets. This is why if you do research, you will find that a lot of the individuals that work for CNN and some of the other mainstream media outlets, they had been contacted or they had basically worked with the CIA or been recruited by the CIA. In many cases, you'll find out that they were still working with the CIA. This has been shown evidence numerous times. The problem with it is the CIA is so clandestine, that's why they refer to them as spooks. Their intentional ideology is to make sure that they never exist. You're never supposed to know that they're doing this behind the scenes. You can see that in the film Sicario where they constantly are clandestine with everything they do. They constantly lie and they constantly manipulate. They feel in their job description, if they are doing it for the betterment of their cause, if they're doing it to further their agenda, lie, cheat, still manipulate, whatever it is, it does not matter. There's nothing wrong with it. It's inside the scope of their job description. You see the same thing with a lot of the complete and totally out-of-control, moronic, lunatic ATF agents. They perfect. They think it's perfectly fine to go out and sell 2,500 machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to the Mexican drug cartel because, well, allegedly we're going to try to find out who's buying them. Well, you already know who's buying them, ding-dongs. You already went to the bad idea factory and came up with this moronic idea. You already know where they're going. But again, they think, well, if we increase the weapon systems down there and we continue to push the agenda that the Mexican drug cartel are getting machine guns and they're coming from the United States, that'll give us more of an excuse that we can push our agenda to disarm and push more gun laws on the American populace so we can continually get the guns off the street from the bad guys. And when I I say bad guys, I mean the Patriot Americans is how the ATF views the American, basically the American people as the bad guys. They're an enemy of the people. This has gone on over and over and over again. So the, one of the most effective things we can all do as Americans is call this out for what it is. When you see the CDC pumping out lie after lie after lie, my biggest question to everybody is this. If you know the CDC is manipulating data, if you know they're bold-faced lying to you about numbers, if you know they're bringing in fake studies to try to tell you to inject your child six months old to one-year-old, why in the world would you listen to anything they say, and that including when you need to wear a mask while you're walking around outside and all the other stupid stuff they came up with for the last two years? The answer is you don't. 
anybody that talks out of both sides of their mouth on a regular basis is not somebody I'm going to ever respect, nor am I ever going to listen or take any advice from them. When they say one thing, and then they come out and say another thing, and they contradict themselves with another thing, and they go back and forth, they constantly get caught in lies. Remember, the CDC is the same group that got caught destroying all the data on the measles autism link that came about a decade ago or over a decade ago now. You can look that up. We talked about it years ago. This is something that is constant, and it won't stop. This is why you have to reach a certain point to where you simply don't engage, don't comply, and don't listen to out-of-control morons that want to constantly tell everybody what they have to do. I saw an article earlier that made me just laugh. I was just laughing as a basically conservative talk show host went out and he was showing the hypocrisy of these individuals that are pro-abortion now and basically not allowing the government to tell you anything that you can and can't do to your body and he started asking them just as you know a concept he goes well my body my choice that's that's fantastic he goes you're in favor of my body my choice they said oh absolutely absolutely it's my body nobody can tell me anything they said well what about vaccine mandates Immediately, the woman goes, get the F out of here. Get out of here right now. I'm not talking to you. Went up to another guy, said, well, you know, what about, you know, my body, my choice? What about vaccine mandates? And he goes, I'll throw your phone on the floor if you don't stop. Get out of here right now. Another one he asked to. The lady goes, this is not going to go where you want it to go. This is not going to go well for you. You need to leave immediately. Went on another one. He goes, at the risk of stating the obvious, the difference between abortion and mandatory vaccines with abortion, it's not actually even your body. It's the baby's body you stand to dismember. Oh, of course, they came unglued with that one. This is, again, what I constantly talk about with people that are double-minded. When they constantly say one thing and they turn around and go with the next current thing, like that meme I told you guys about that I was just laughing when it first came out, and it showed this just – it was like just like a dummy skit with all these different things behind it, the pride flag and the Ukraine flag and vaccine mandates and pro-abortion, and it had a big flag up and said, I support the current thing. Whatever the current thing that mainstream media tells them to support, they will blindly follow it. Even if it comes to their own death and demise, they will still run into the ground because they are that brain-controlled through the MKUltra platforms that the CIA has implemented through mainstream media and through television over the last decade after decade after decade. So again, question everything, but I want to get that out there first thing when I saw the CDC get busted again to remind everybody, do not believe anything anything you're told until you do your own research on it. I even tell you, do your own research we talk about on this show. Look it up, because I continually encourage people to make your own decision. What do you think, Dad? A very good opening, Austin. Oh, by the way, I let you guys know, my Sharon and I are on our 38th honeymoon anniversary, and so uh, because you guys are family, we decided to include you in and do the show as much as we can for this week, and yesterday we were traveling, that's why I was out of pocket. But we're staying up here at the Grand Hotel up in Mackinac Island. And I think they should be giving me a free room because I just promoted the hotel, but they're not. But we're having a great time up here. It's a blast. It's an island up here in the northern peninsula of Michigan that has no automobiles. You have to either fly in with a little plane or you have to take a barge across. You take a private boat across or whatever you have to do. But it's uh, up here in one of the Great Lakes, and it's just a blast. We're having a good time, and it's kind of go back. It's like going back into a time warp. No cars. I mean, no golf carts, nothing. All they've got are basically horse-drawn carriages or bicycles. And so uh, it's really pretty cool, honestly. And I'd seen that one movie a long, long time ago, about 43 years ago, somewhere in time with Christopher uh, Reeves, I guess. And uh, 
And it was a, it was an okay movie. It had a terrible ending, but it was an okay movie. And I've always wanted to come here since I saw that movie. So, guys, just thank you for praying for us and pray that we stay safe. And I appreciate you guys. And here you are on my 38th anniversary with me. So I had the opportunity this morning for Sheridan and I to pray for you. And I just love you guys so much. I really do. Now, over the weekend, I didn't get a chance to watch most of the news. I really don't really watch news and mainstream media. But apparently there were a lot of, you know, gay pride festivals and trans parties and trans you know, parades and protests and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff all over the country, including a lot more Antifa rhetoric going on. And, you know, and also just mentioned the fact that these people are being asked the questions, my body, my choice, what about vaccines? Well, what they've done is they no longer have concrete, rational thought. They've been programmed. They're like an automaton, like a drone. They're only designed to answer a certain question. I remember last year we were going to a restaurant over in Ebor City in Tampa, and some guy was out there in a tent with a bunch of other people giving shots for COVID. And he came out on the street, actually was soliciting us to come get a shot. And I said to him, I said, why would you solicit me to get an you know, an emergency use authorization vaccine? He goes, oh, no, no, it's not emergency use. I said, yeah, it is. It's not even tested. I said, the product is dangerous. And he goes, oh, no, 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 it's not. So I talked to him a couple of minutes, and we put him on video. You guys remember, Sharon posted it on the ST Brewer Instagram account. And what was interesting about this, I told him, I said, it's not going to go the way you thought it's going to go with this interview. And so I started asking him these questions. And finally, he goes, well, I, I got to do some research. And we came back an hour later after we had eaten. He was gone. He probably started asking too many questions like these people were doing to these individuals who were asking about my body, my choice. But this entire protest thing that we've seen this weekend, you know, I got a text in from Gene today, and I'm, I kind of – I kind of fixed it. He got it from somebody else. There was some pretty harsh language in it, so I took it out. But it was very accurate language. But I, I changed a little bit, and here's what it said. I've been watching it all. There's disturbing uptick in sickness regarding these parades. They've been riding around and walking around completely in the buff. Idiot parents taking their toddlers and children to trans parades and shows. Trans weirdos flashing the parents and the kids. These mentally ill demons are ramming spikes through their lives, literally pooping on one another. This is absolutely demonic. I mean, flat out demonic. Now, the reason I read that, because it's kind of rough to read, to be honest with you guys, is because it's something that they're absolutely correct on. This is part of the ancient Canaanite religion cult that's basically pushed through the Zohar, through the Kabbalists in the United States and globally. And for some reason, I have no idea why, we seem to be one of the only shows that talk about this. And I guess it's just not politically correct. But then, of course, I talked about the USS Liberty, too, in depth and at length, too. And we've also talked about – and I'm posting a book online about one of the factors that was involved with John F. Kennedy's basically execution, you could say, or assassination, whatever you want to call it, was the fact that he was he was actively opposed to Israel getting nuclear weapons and putting the Middle East into a nuclear zone. So I'm going to post that book again. It's about 800 pages. I've read the first 200 pages of it. That's pretty interesting. I want to give you some excerpts of that in just a couple of minutes. But, but I want to talk to you guys about this trans stuff for a second. You know, the ancient Canaanite religions, they had all kinds of human sacrifice, child sacrifice, and basically uh, feeding of the demonic entities that live on the other side of the veil. And apparently these entities, and I've talked about this at length before in other shows, and I'm not going to do it today, they don't have the ability to draw sustenance from the energy field that permeates the universe because they're separated from God. And they consume the energy of these newborns through sacrifice. And it's like it feeds them. It's like a feeding trough for them. And the transgenders are completely and totally demonically possessed. Last night we were walking around the hotel, and here comes transgender number one with his, his girlfriend number two. 
And I looked at Sharon, and I said, unbelievable. And then uh, they were about to get into an elevator with us. And I hate to say this, but I just turned around, and I told Sharon, I said, let's go walk on the porch. They've got like a 600-foot porch here on the front of this hotel. And I said, let's just you know, walk on the front porch for a bit, <laughs> walk away from this mess. And, and we did. And, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, they're becoming more and more prominent. They're getting more and more vocal. And the reason that's happened is because we've been tolerant of them. Now, we're no longer tolerant on the show. You guys know that. I don't put up with it. I just tol- call it for what it is. There are a bunch of folks with gender dysphoria. They're mentally ill as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they think they've been born in the wrong body. Uh, they don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They have no ability to fight the truth of what's happening in their bodies. They don't want to even try. And they've given themselves over to their lustful desires and, 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 and basically sin. And, and we see this, and we wonder why in the world this has happened. And, and then we started going back to the Scripture and we start to realize that these people uh, were talked about in, in, the, in the Bible. It was, they were talked about in the New Testament. They were talked about who they were and what they did and how they lived. But yet we don't want to talk about from the churches anymore, do we? Here's what Second Peter says. And this is a really interesting one. It just my, my iPad is glitched on me, so I got to pull it back up again. But Second Peter really called these guys out for who they are and what they believe. Second Peter two twelve, and it says, and it's very important that we see this. Yet not even angels, though greater in strength and power, dare to bring such slanderous charges against them for the Lord. These men that are talking, I, I believe this trans, transgender and these weirdos and these really militant homosexuals are part of this. These men are like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be captured and destroyed. They blaspheme in matters they do not understand, and like such creatures, they too will be destroyed. The harm they suffer is the wages of their wickedness. They consider it a pleasure to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, revealing their deception as they feast with you. In other words, they're a bunch of perverts, and they're, and they're sitting there, and they're, and they're telling you these things, and they're making you think that it's okay because they're twisting your mind. Uh, this morning I was having breakfast uh, you know, here at the hotel, and I have to admit I was sitting there talking to somebody, and I started proselytizing for the show and about Jesus. And the lady said to me, she goes, she's a university professor up in Ohio, and they're having some kind of university conference here today. And I started talking to her, and she said that I asked her, had you had the COVID shot? And she goes, yes. And she goes, and I said, I'm sorry to hear that. And she goes, my sister took it, had a massive blood clot, and she's got all kinds of problems. She can't walk anymore. And her legs now, she's completely paralyzed, and she doesn't know what to do. They don't know what to do. It happened the day after she took the shot. And then she started. And because of that, she was actually open. And I told her, I said, well, you know, our show – we talk about this in depth, so I explained to her how spike proteins work and what they did. And then I started talking to her in depth about, you know, different things, about Jesus. And she said she was a Christian. I thought, well, <laughs> she thinks she's a Christian. We thought when we go into Christianity, I mean, we, you and us, my family, you guys, and me, we, we go into Christianity what it really is. They don't understand what it is. And, and, and so we started talking about it. We said, well, you need to start listening to the show. Whether she does or not, I don't know. But she was very open because of the problems with the shots. And, and then, but, but again, there are a lot of people, different people over the, around the country that they're all caught up in this, you know, being politically correct, whether they're a university president or a university student. And then she started talking about how the, te- how the students had become unbelievably non-responsive in the classroom. When I taught college 42 years ago, every once in a while, I taught for two years, I taught two or three classes a semester. Every once in a while, I think it was my second year in or first year in the first year, I got a class of a bunch of, uh, quite frankly, they were just doofuses. They were just stupid. Uh, they had no ability to communicate. This was just half a century ago, 40 years ago, and they couldn't talk. 
and you'd sit there and you'd have to do a monologue. You'd have, never have any class participation. Nobody would ever raise their hand. You'd have to call on students. They couldn't answer any questions because they weren't listening. And, and it was horrible. And I finally went to the administration and I said, what to, what's up with this class? And they started laughing. I said, well, every once in a while you get one of those. Well, apparently there's a whole bunch of those now. And she says there's no ability to communicate in the classroom anymore. And I told her a lot of that was blamed on social media. Then I started talking to her about the Frankfurt School and cultural Marxism, which she had not heard of any of this stuff, by the way. Here she's a university president having been told any of this stuff, not understanding any of it. And so I ended up basically having a breakfast meeting here this morning at the hotel. And I'm surprised I didn't have a crowd around us by the time I got done. But we need to understand something. You know, these people that are doing these trans parades and doing all these crazy things to their bodies – Philippians 3.19 also has a verse about that. It says, in the end, they will be destroyed. Their end, their destiny is destruction. They do whatever their bodies want. Their God is their stomach, their belly. They are proud of their shameful acts. Their glory is their shame. And they think only about earthly things. Well, they only think about earthly things as much as they are part of a sex death cult. And they don't even realize they're part of it. This Kabbalist Luciferian network through the Zohar has set up a sex death cult. We see that with Jeffrey Epstein. We see that with Ghislaine Faxwell. And notice, not one major news article has said anything about the temple on Jeffrey Epstein's island. And I'm going to say it again. Was there a sacrificial stone at this temple? Were these young girls, after they were raped and destroyed, were they taken into this temple? And did they have a satanic service in which they were sacrificed to Lucifer and never to be seen again? Why is it there were a thousand girls, supposedly, that were trafficked by Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein, and they've never been heard from again? You've got to ask these questions. Are they all in hiding? Well, I believe a lot of them are. Are they ashamed of what they were involved in when they were 12, 13, 14 years old? Yes, I believe that. But are some of them dead? That's the question I'm asking. Now, my personal opinion, if my First Amendment right, I believe some of them were humanly human sacrificed. You know, these, these sex death cults are just everywhere because that's part of the ritual that these people do in order to feed the demons on the other side of the veil to, quote, unquote, get the information that they want from these demons to prosper on this earthly plane. This is what they do and what they've done for a long, long, long time. And what was really interesting in this book that I've posted online that you guys need to read. Now, I know it's – okay, I got it. I know it's 700 pages. I got that. All right, but I've choked through 200 pages. You can at least do the first 200 pages. I'm going to read you a couple excerpts from it real quick so you guys can you know, kind of whet your appetite with it. It deals with, it deals with Kennedy, and I've talked about this at length. Now, I'm going to talk about this first. I'm going to give you the – Kennedy was assassinated for various reasons. One of them was the Bay of Pigs, the CIA, which he wanted to disperse, and because he wanted to stop Lucky Luciano from, and, you know, and Meyer Lansky from working with the CIA and running drugs out of Southeast Asia. In addition to that, you know, the Federal Reserve Act, Executive Order 11110 was pushed, and he wanted to open up the Roswell files and tell the people in the United States what was going on, and he did not want Israel to have nuclear weapons. I've mentioned that earlier in the show. This book kind of comes up with the same conclusions. And it, this is what it says in this in this book. It says, our final judgment this is part of it. I'm quoting it. Outline of these pages rests on a foundation composed of the following facts. There was a conspiracy to kill John F. Kennedy. That the conspiracy itself involved elements of the U.S. intelligence community, the CIA in particular. The organized crime figures played a major role in that conspiracy, including Meyer Lansky and basically Lucky Luciano. The anti-Castro Cubans were actively participating in the conspiracy at the urging of or manipulation of the CIA and organized crime, that somehow Lee Harvey Oswald wittingly or unwittingly was brought into the conspiracy, and that conspirators planted false evidence to link Oswell and Fidel Castro and the Soviets. 
that Oswald was involved in some manner of the U.S. intelligence, that Jack Ruby was either an active participant in the assassination conspiracy itself or was used in some fashion to manipulate Oswald prior to the assassination. That Ruby was <clears throat> that the Central Intelligence Agency was cognizant of the activities of both Robbie of Oswald and Ruby, and that Oswald was executed by Jack Ruby for the purpose of silencing him forever. That a major cover-up of the JFK assassination conspiracy was undertaken following the events in Dallas. Now, what's interesting about this is John F. Kennedy got into power because his dad was actually involved with the mob and basically bringing liquor into the United States. And what happened is the mob got involved in the Kennedy election to get him elected. And so the mob wanted all kinds of favors from Kennedy after he got into power, but then he sicked his brother okay, against the mob to shut them down because he wanted all of this drug trafficking out of Southeast Asia to stop. And that's one of the big reasons they killed him. In addition to that, some other interesting facts. That during his presidency, John F. Kennedy alienated three major international power blocks, the American CIA, Organized Crime in Israel, and its Americans' Lobby. This APAC. In each case, a Kennedy continued tenure in the White House was perceived by each of these power groups as a threat to their existence, that each of these major international power blocks was closely intertwined with the others, often on several levels, that when Kennedy's presence in the White House became so intolerable, these forces came together in a wide-ranging conspiracy that resulted in his murder, that the power of these forces together over the American media played a final role in the assassination and conspiracy cover-up. Now, also, one other thing. There's a really good video you need to watch, and I, I'm going to post it online again. It's called From JFK to 9-11, It's a Rich Man's Trick. JFK to 9-11, It's a Rich Man's Trick. It's a long video. It's three and a half hours long, but it ties a lot of this stuff together, but not so much with the Mossad. Now, here's another one. They were asking that Israel's Mossad might have assassinated George Bush back in 1999 in order to be a more sympathetic man in the White House. Okay? On June the 8th, 1967... Naval Air Forces of Israel deliberately and without provocation attacked his American spy ship, USS Liberty, killing 34 American sailors and wounding 170 other one, 171. During the October 1973 war, Israeli pilots were ordered to shoot down an unarmed U.S. reconnaissance plane that was overflying Israel's nuclear bomb development site at Dimona. The plane, however, flew too high for Israel's would-be assassins to reach. All, right? All stuff happened that you guys aren't aware of. Remember, Israel was set up as a non-extradition country for the Costa Nostra, for the mafiosa groups that went there. Remember, even Meyer Lansky went there after he retired, after he was being prosecuted by federal authorities, and he claimed non-extradition status because he did not want to come to the United States for trial. And even at that point, Israel was concerned enough about their reputation that they sent him out back to the United States for trial. You guys need to remember that. But he tried to flee over there so he couldn't be extradited. It's a non-extradition country owned through the Rothschild banking cartel through the Balfour Declaration. But nobody wants to talk about any of this. And then in, uh, in, in, in his 1999 four book, The Other Side of Deception, Mossad's man, Mossad man Victor Otrovsky finally revealed the specifics of what he learned from the 1991 Mossad plot against George Bush. The Mossad planned to assassinate Bush during an inter- international conference in Madrid. Mossad had captured three Palestinian extremists and leaked word to the Spanish police that they were on their way to Madrid. The plan was to kill Bush, release the assassins in the midst of the confusion, and kill the Palestinians on the spot. The crime would be blamed on the Palestinians and the Mossad false flag. Wow. And on and on and on this book goes on and on. JFK, Meyer, Lansky, Meyer Lansky and the Mafia in the Israeli Mafia. In the Israeli mafia. And then it talks about Joe, Joe, Joe Kennedy. And, and now listen to this. It was 1956 that Hooker gave a private meeting in Palm Beach, Florida with Kennedy. 
after a game of golf, Kennedy Hooker got down to business. Hooker was there to solicit Kennedy's financial, political, and personal backing as proposed network. Now, this is the president, of, the father of John F. Kennedy. It was during that period that Senator John F. Kennedy also was actively seeking the Democratic Party nomination. After Hooker made his presentation to the retired ambassador, Kennedy's response was supportive in spirit, but old Joe made a final position clear at their conference. According to Hooker, Joe admitted, Joe Kennedy, the father of the president, admitted that when he was ambassador to England, that he had been pro-Hitler. Are you listening to me now, friends? Listen to this. However, in Kennedy's words, we lost the war. By we, he didn't mean the United States. When Kennedy said we, he meant the non-Jews. Kennedy believed that it was the Jews who had won World War II. And then he goes on to say, I've done everything I can to fight the Jewish power over this country. I've tried to stop World War II, but I failed. I've made all of the money I need, and now I'm passing everything that I've learned on to my sons. Now, here's the thing I'm saying about all of this. Now, was Kennedy aware of what was going on as far as the Israeli lobby? Was he aware of what was happening as far as the money mafia being poured through Meyer Lansky and Lucky Luciano? Was he aware that Meyer Lansky and Lucky Luciano were running and slinging the dope out of Southeast Asia? Was he aware of the fact that the media was being controlled by the Kabbalist Luciferian network? Was he aware of all of that stuff? And he was, was he aware of the Frankfurt School and cultural Marxism and its damage it had done to the United States? I don't know. But to me, it's a, to me, the way I look at all of this stuff, Kennedy Sr. was a just very virulent anti-Semite, which is probably why he made this comment. And here's what I always try to do on this show. The Bible says that these people that are running the planet are called the synagogue of Satan, that they claim to be Jews, but they are not. And I'm going to include in that category people who don't claim to be Jews that are of the synagogue of Satan, who are Luciferians, Kabbalists, basically the doers of witchcraft and weirdos and sorcery. And these guys are the ones that are doing most of it. These are the guys that are going in there and basically having their meetings in the middle of the night and sacrificing human beings. This is the group that that banker, that Dutch banker, talked about, that when you get to a certain level of banking interest, that you're required to conduct human sacrifices. This is that group. It is the synagogue of Satan. It is these Luciferians that are running the planet, and they don't have to be Jews to do that. Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton are not Jews, but they're actively involved in all kinds of satanic networks, including her being a witch. So always remember that. It's very important that we make that distinction, because if we don't, it starts coming across as a bit too harsh. But now Israel, on the other hand, number one homosexual destination in the world, I mean, all these crazy things that they've been involved with and all the stuff they continue to do as far as controlling Congress and all these dual citizens that are in Congress, the United States needs to be run by Americans. You don't need to have an allegiance to any other country in order to be an American. You don't need that. It's to be in Congress and to be voting, et cetera. You don't need to be a dual German-American citizen or dual Israeli-American citizen or dual Russian-American citizen. If you're a dual anything else citizen, you should not be allowed to hold elected office in the United States, period. And so always remember all of this stuff. Now, all of this stuff has been done to bring in to destroy Christianity. There's an article that, that came out this week, and I'm, I'm not going to read you any more of this book. I've got a whole bunch more of the excerpts that I've done, but I'm not going to read it so you guys can look at it now that I've basically told you guys about it. But, but, but what's interesting about this is that you know, there's a Christian university, and, and they're basically you know, in trouble because they're basically teaching people, hey, look, you know, we don't know what to do anymore because you know, we have no choice besides to teach political correctness. And they're saying that you know, the critical race theory has absolutely destroyed the university. And, and, you know, and, you know there's a, the article that came up is called Critical Race Theory, Trumpism and Doubt Royal Biola University. Is this the future of evangelical Christianity? And what this is, this is a left-leaning article. It's anti-Christian. I'm going to tell you that to start with before you read it. But I, wanted, I posted it on the website, but I want you to understand because here's what they say. 
They resent how politics has overshadowed their relationship with God. They believe that Christ's lessons of humility, tolerance, okay, that's for transgenders, and love have been forgotten amid the Christian community's embrace of the big lie. Former President Donald Trump and culture war dog whistles such as LGBTQ restrictions and anti-mask and vaccine declarations. Now, I'm going to read that to you again. This is a Christian university that's supposed to be teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and the power that we have through a resurrected Savior. But they're more concerned about anti-mask legislation and anti-vaccine declarations. Christ's lessons of humility, tolerance, and love have been forgotten amid the Christian community's embrace of the, quote, big lie. Former President Donald Trump and the culture dog whistles such as the LGBTQ restrictions and anti-mask and vaccine declarations. So here goes. Evangelicals are losing their young in epidemic numbers, probably because of 76 vaccines. And David Gushy, a national known pastor, ethicist, and author of After Evangelicism, A Path to a New Christianity, Smart young minds rarely color within the lines, and if they can't ask questions, they get decent answers, they will bail. One of California's oldest religious colleges, Biola, has seen its enrollment drop, has trimmed next year's budget, and trying to stay relevant for students while not alienating the faculty and alumni. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to say this to you guys. You know, a hundred years ago, back in the 1800s, 120, 140 years ago, Charles Darwin lied. And came up with a theory of evolution. It was a lie. It's never happened. He rejected it on his deathbed. He said it's not true. You can't have that because you can't have genetic damage done by mixing genomes. It doesn't work that way. Your, your DNA is too complex. You know, if you, if you breed a horse and a donkey and you get a mule, that mule's sterile. Okay. And here's the question I always ask you. And I said the same thing back when I was teaching college. If monkeys turned into human beings, why do we still have monkeys? Just thought I'd mention that. I mean, wouldn't the human beings have become the dominant species and there'd be no longer any monkeys running around? It didn't happen that way. It was a complete lie. Darwin was used by the Kabbalist Luciferians even 150 years ago to promote this lie. They promoted it and pushed it through all the circles of England and the United States. And if we understand why they did that, it was to destroy Christianity internally to make people question their existence and where they came from. Here's what the article says. More than a 100 years ago, Charles Darwin forced Christians to an uncomfortable reckoning over the Bible. Either creation took six days, God flooded the world, Jesus performed miracles, and the prophecies are true, or none of it ever happened, or will ever happen. Wow. You see, and that's what they've done, isn't it? They put all of this doubt and unbelief in the people's minds because they print lies. That's why I always tell you guys, it's really important. And I've made a, made a note of this myself. If I start reading something and it starts going sideways, all right? And I know it's not true, or if it gets really weird and satanic, I just shut the book. See, I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to put that into my mind. I'm not going to allow any of that filth to go into my mind and question what I already believe because I've already done enough research to have my own opinions. I'm not a big fan of book burning. I'm not. Okay, but there are some things that need to be burned. <laughs> so you guys know that Zohar is one of them. It needs to go into the fire of hells where it needs to go where it came from. And all of these weird incantations and these Harry Potter movies and all these books on witchcraft, all of that stuff, your children should never be allowed to be exposed to any of it because it does all kinds of weird things to their psyche. And you got to understand that. And again, remember in Germany back in the 30s when they were burning books, it was primarily pornography and witchcraft and Kabbalists and all this weird stuff from theosophy. They were burning all of this filth and all of this garbage. Remember, one of the big things the Germans said in the 30s was – we don't like modern art. 
we don't like it when you when you weld a fork and a knife together and you put it out there in the middle of Berlin and you go, oh, how beautiful the fork and knife is welded together. It's a giant, pretty sculpture. No, it's not. It's ridiculous. It's a fork and a knife that someone welded together. It is not art. You see these crazy paintings and you can't even make out what they are. And you're like, oh, that's beautiful. No, it's not. It's all designed to break you down psychologically and spiritually to accept things that are hideous, like transgenders. Think about what I just said. I just made a very big statement. You accept that filthy, filthy art as being beautiful, and you twist your brain around it. Now, all of a sudden, oh, you see a guy running around dressed like a woman. Suddenly, you think he's beautiful or it's beautiful or whatever. You've been programmed to think that way. That's why you can't allow yourself to go there. It's really, really important. But I've talked long enough this morning. I'll go back in a few minutes. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, you're spot on with that, and I've said this repeatedly to people, and I've tried to really convey it as simplistic as possible. This gender debate, allegedly, of what they constantly keep talking about, it's not a gender debate. It's not a debate. There is no debate involved. It is a test. It is a full-blown test. It is a test from the left and basically the dark individuals that are involved in a lot of the satanic stuff to see who they can convince to reject and condemn reality and natural laws for the sake of their feelings or making people feel inclusive or happy all about feelings that is what it is guys it's not a debate it is a test a very clear-cut test who can they get to go in and say we're going to reject and condemn all reality the natural laws of man the laws of nature we're rejecting all of them we're rejecting all of them because we want to make sure everybody feels happy are you willing to teach children that grown men have periods yet? Oh no, no, you're not. You're not willing to teach that yet. Okay, well, we got more work to do. Then we got to keep pushing the narrative. That's exactly where we are right now with what's going on. This has nothing to do about a debate. There is no debate about whether or not a grown man can have a child. There's no debate about that. It's completely unnatural impossible from a nature standpoint it doesn't happen but the fact that they're saying this now and they're changing the verbiage and now they go uh, people with periods really guys i mean we're really going this far or people that give birth i heard that one the other day somebody was talking about it. people that give birth and i'm going really are we really reached this realm now that we're getting that 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 that's completely and totally ridiculous with our verbiage as far as our comments and our topics and what we're allowing and what we're continuing embracing. And the answer is yes. And this is why they're bringing it in in the school platforms, in the elementary schools. This is why they're not just leaving it in college classes. They're not even leaving it in high school classes. They're bringing it in to the very, very bottom grades because they want to go in and teach these children that the laws of nature don't exist. If you can make them believe that the law of nature doesn't exist, then you absolutely can make them believe that biblical laws don't exist because nothing's concrete anymore. There are no laws. Absolutely correct. It's just what whatever you feel today, whatever I feel today, I want to be a walrus. I'm decided I'm now a walrus. And now tomorrow, I've decided I want to be a starfish. And you have to accept me being a starfish because, well, it's my feelings. No, I don't have to accept it. Do you want to pretend that you're a starfish in your head? Sure, you can do that. 
you you have that right as an American if you want to pretend you're a walrus and you want to walk around and act like a walrus, and I have a right to call you a complete and total lunatic moron. They go both ways. This is the same analogy I used the other day. If a child now is talking about this gender mutilation because they're being indoctrinated with school, the leftists are calling it progressive. And they're saying it's great he wants to express himself. It's not great. It's not okay. It's child endangerment. This is experimental surgeries. This is experimental compounds they're putting in children. Nobody knows what happens when you start putting puberty blockers. Well, you know what's going to happen when you start putting puberty blockers in children that are seven, eight, nine years old. It's going to completely mess them up the rest of their entire life. But yet suddenly, if my child's on the roof of my house and Hunter's, you know, one of my kids in, you know, Iron Man costume, he's at the top of the roof and he goes, hey, dad, I'm going to jump off the roof because I'm Iron Man. My first response is going to say, don't move. I'm getting up the ladder to grab you right now. Do not jump off the roof. The law of gravity does not care about your feelings. And people go, oh, yes, yes, yes. You can't let him jump off the roof. Well, but why is it okay to tell them that they can go cut off appendages and start taking injections? The answer is it's not either way. If you can remove the laws of nature, then no other laws begin to exist anymore, including biblical laws. And that is exactly way where they are going with this. That's why they continue to tell everybody, like these videos that I saw in Dead Souls, a lot of them were blurred out. There's grown men completely and totally bare naked walking down the street and riding bicycles and flailing around in San Francisco and in L.A., these gay pride events with children walking around. Nobody's arrested. Nobody's being detained for indecent exposure or basically, you know, harmful images to a minor. These guys aren't walking around because they're proud. They're walking around because they're perverts and they're trying to push their deviant behavior and make everybody accept it. It's not okay. This is why it's so important you continue to remain vocal and you stand up for what you believe. Now, in certain situations, is it better just to try to get out of it and not escalate it? Yes, it is. There's no question about that. I've told this scenario before from basically a tactical standpoint, and I talked to a buddy of mine as a sheriff about this. And I said, you know, from a situation and you have a group of, you know, deranged individuals that storm into and have a flash mob and they basically have baseball bats and chains and they're basically going in and robbing the store. Do you go in and you're armed and you basically have, you know, your concealed carry firearm with you and you're with your wife? Do you sit there and stand your ground in the middle of the hallway and start opening fire because they're carrying a deadly weapon? The answer is an absolutely no. You get back behind cover and you try to find a safe area and you basically protect your spouse or your friends or your loved one and you basically try to exit from the scene. There's certain situations that you're not going to have a positive outlook on or a, a positive outcome on when the situation is too overwhelming and you don't have any backup. You just got to take a step back and regroup for another day. Other situations like that occur as well. If you know there are groups that are going to be somewhere and you know that they have law enforcement on their side and you know that some of the cops are driving around with pride vehicles and they're stating that they're going to arrest anybody that elicits any type of basically hate speech – it's best just to not get involved. Now, if you're out and about and you're public and you're on your own and somebody's on your own and they want to do something in front of your child, that's a completely different story. But be sure and be very clear where you're going and get involved in this because I've seen this happen numerous times now with people that want to go be activists or want to go get involved in stuff, and I'm 100% supportive of that. But know your crowd, know your location, and know your environment. It's the same thing like when you get up and say, do a speech in front of people. 
when I learned that years ago. I had speech class. I was in college. did a lot of presentations, MBA program. You have to read the room. If you're in the room and people are sitting there with their arms crossed, facing the door, leaning towards the door, you got to go, okay, I'm about to lose the crowd here. I got to, I got to ask some questions. I got to tell a joke. I got to loosen everybody up because I'm obviously not doing a good enough job. The same thing goes when you're bringing up topics like this all the time. Continue to be vocal and stand up for what you believe, but also read the room in certain situations that you know may escalate in a negative manner, especially if you're staying somewhere like at a hotel, like that was saying. You get a bunch of trannies that go into an elevator. Do you want to get in the elevator with them? Absolutely not. First off, A, I know for a guaranteed fact they probably all have been injected multiple times with RNA gene therapy. They're probably shedding spike proteins, and I want to have no close proximity with them. That's the first thing. Second thing is, why am I going to knowingly put myself in a closed quarter situation with individuals that I know I'm going to be diametrically opposed to their behavior just by seeing the fact of their behavior while they're walking in? The answer is no. Might as well walk outside and enjoy the fresh air and not ruin my trip because I get arrested for battery on a tranny because they basically said something or pushed something to me and I got mad. Stay away from situations if you have the ability to do so. But if you have to, stand up for what you believe and try to let cooler heads prevail as best possible. So that's really, really good advice that Dad had with that. And I encourage a lot of people to do the same right now, especially when you see so many people constantly getting so militant and obnoxiously vocal about really, really stupid stuff. Because remember, you can't argue with stupid. You can't. I've tried to do it before. Dad's tried to do it. It doesn't work. You try to argue with somebody that has a double-digit IQ that's completely and totally brainwashed by the mainstream media, and they truly believe the laws of nature don't exist, and they think gravity's racist and math is racist, which I've heard people say that, you're not going to win an argument. They'll just keep going stupider down the pole until they get to a level of such stupidity. You're going to look at them and go, you understand that does not make any sense in reality. It doesn't matter to them. They're the same ones that will argue with you about grown men can have periods and have babies. No. Females that have gone through transition therapy and that basically have tried to be turned into a man, even though they are still a woman, can basically have artificial insemination and basically still become pregnant. Even though they identify as a man, they are still a female, but they identify as a man because of different surgeries, different hormones they've had on. They're not a man. They're a female that's carrying a child that's they're pretending to be a man. This is the concept that people have to start understanding and realize it's not going to get better as long as people keep going along with it and keep accepting it and saying, oh, it's okay. We'll just go along with it, and we'll continue to ignore it and pretend like it's not there. Oh, it's definitely there, and you got to make sure you stand by your convictions on it. Also, to another news, a really horrible event I saw earlier last night. This again shows you the problem when you start allowing unfettered migration and unfettered basically human trafficking across the border as you're encouraging people to come here illegally as Biden administration has been doing for the last two years now. They found 47 migrants dead in an abandoned trailer in Texas in a Texas smuggling incident, an abandoned tractor trailer. Which, I mean, that's quite frankly, that's a horrific way to die. Basically, overheat from dehydration and exhaustion in a tractor trailer. But again, this is what happens. And again, they won't talk about this in the mainstream media that essentially this is a 100% uh, incident that occurs when you start encouraging people to come here illegally. This is what they have done over the years now, and this is what Biden has done a great job with of trying to bring in as many people as he can to try to come in and say, okay, we're going to overturn this. But also, in good news, 
the New York Supreme Court has overturned the pretty much guaranteed voting rights of anybody that is here in the United States. Remember a year and a half ago in New York, they passed a law that stated if you're basically – if you have a green card, if you have a work permit, if you have an immigration visa, if you're basically here you know, for six months for work and then you have to leave the country, doesn't matter what it is basically. If you have some type of ID – no matter where you're from or how long you've been here for, you can vote in all elections. And the New York, North Carolina, or New York Supreme Court has now ruled against that and said, absolutely not. Voting is a natural United States citizen right that they have. Because you're here from another country and you're on a work permit or a green card or a visa does not give you the right to vote in our elections. And of course, the New York, all the clowns up there, unbelievably mad, the Democrats, because they were planning on this for the fall and all the midterm stuff. This is how they were planning on trying to win and keep stealing the election. Because remember, the only way the hardcore leftist communists can keep people from voting for them is they have to keep telling people, well, if you come to this country, we'll give you free stuff. You keep coming here, we'll give you free stuff. Now, all the people that are awake and all the people that live here, for they have lived here for you know years and citizens and worked their butt off and pay taxes and continue to have more and more of their finances stolen from them. Uh, we realized that no, that doesn't work that way. You can't keep giving people free stuff. The 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 model doesn't work. It doesn't work that way successfully because eventually, like Dad says, eventually everybody's in the cart and nobody's pulling the cart except for two or three people, and then the cart starts falling down the hill, violently flipping and rolling, everybody snowballing in a giant cloud of dust. Because it doesn't work anymore, and it goes to a complete and total crash at the bottom. Because two or three people can't pull 5,000 people behind them in one cart. It doesn't work that way. So again, glad to see this in the Supreme Court in New York. I really hope that people start realizing our elections are one of the most important things we have in a constitutional republic, and it is crucial we continue to maintain continuity and integrity of these elections, especially coming in the fall, because we were given – a real, real clear example of what happens when elections are stolen with the last one, with bumbling buffoon Biden being the most popular president in history. And obviously <laughs> the man can't, can't even complete a complete sentence together, Dad. What do you think? <laughs> I think he's an idiot. <laughs> it's just, he's a child pedophile predator is what he is. He's a weirdo. like just stiff little children and who knows what else he does to him. I mean, it's just, I don't even go there. By the way, Reimer Fulmick and 50 other lawyers now are sort of saying the vaccines are designed to kill and depopulate the planet, which, of course, we've been saying that for two years. After hearing the witness statements to the German Corona Investigative Committee by former Vice President Mike Eden, who's now been a scientist for 36 years, along with Reiner Fulmick, drew the same conclusion. The injections, normally called Corona vaccines, are designed to experiment on the human race and to find out what dosage of a yet unknown toxin is needed in order to kill people. The mortality rate linked to the vaccines, according to Yeadon, is traceable in terms of lot numbers of the different batches, as some batches appear to be more lethal than others. When taking a look at the evidence available, the main goal with the injections all over the world is global depopulation, according to the lawyers involved. Dr. Fulmick told Perhisky that the lawyers preparing an international lawsuit were no longer in doubt. Poisoning and mass murder through the so-called corona vaccines is intentionally being perpetrated on the peoples of the world. Wow. I want to read you that. I'm going to post the whole article online. Guys, this is really, really important that everybody reads that because th- this is something that we don't really get, you know, you know, that globally these people are really awake in many different countries about what's going on and who's really running the planet. They really are. 
And we want to pretend like in this country, 90% of us who've been basically dumbed down with fluoride and, and vaccines want to continue to believe the lies of the media. Not in this show, because we, we, we daily, we've on a daily basis ripped the band-aid off. By the way, this is an, another one too. It's a, it's a, it's a guy named O'Connell and this is in his, in his presentation. And he called the big picture what's going on with the withdrawal of the United States from Central Asia and the Middle East. O'Connell claims that the U.S., which has been the capital of the banksters, the Rothschild City of London, the East India Trading Company, global financial empire, for much of the, most of the past century through the international banking Kabbalist Luciferian crime networks, including the Costa Nostra, I added that, is now being replaced by a multipolar world. You may have heard some people warning of the dangers of China's Belt and the Road Initiative, and you may have asked yourself, what's the problem with an infrastructure development plan that will bring trade to isolated countries? Well, the problem is that China is not leading this country, this BRI, it's Israel. Israel supplying China with the technology, much of which is systematically stolen from the U.S. He even suggested $5 trillion from the 2008 Wall Street bailout was used to finance the BRICS. He says the entire COVID psychop is a distraction from the emerging multipolar world order with Israel's central role as the data collection point for fiber optic cables that will cross from Europe, North and South Asia, Africa, and now vital this will be for the future of artificial intelligence as in autonomous Boston Dynamics robots and octo computers that in 10 years time will be deployed to exterminate any stragglers who manage to survive the bio warfare economic collapse. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't know about all this. I haven't watched all of this video, but I wanted to read that to you. But I will say this, and here's why I brought that up. I sat at lunch with about 10 other people back in the 90s, 25 years ago, with Benjamin Netanyahu, and he told me that all computer systems, all of them had a backdoor, and all of their data was sent through Tel Aviv, and that they had complete control through the backdoors of all computer systems globally. I heard Benjamin Netanyahu say that from his mouth to my ears, because he was trying to get us to invest in the technology to the companies and the growth industry they had in Israel with this. So when I read something like this, and it says they're doing this, I'm like... I heard it from his own mouth. So we need to understand that this group wants to run us through Noahide laws. I'm not sure about them sending killer robots to kill the rest of the stragglers. I don't really think that's going to happen for a long, long time. But I do know they want massive, massive, massive depopulation to be able to control the people on the planet more efficiently and effectively. But guys, always remember this. They cannot control you because you've got victory in Jesus. The worst thing they can do to you is basically kill your fleshly body and you go to heaven anyhow and you're going to die on this earthly plane if christ doesn't come back regardless and go directly to heaven your body's going to pass away yesterday i was sitting on this 600 foot porch here and some guy came walking up i could tell he was a christian his name was uh, chris and i said to him i said hey bud, bud how you doing he goes he was i said you're i said you're a christian aren't you he goes well yes i am you could tell he had a family and a bunch of little kids they were all really well behaved and he was the grandfather and I said to him, I said, you're a Baptist, aren't you? You can always tell Baptists. He goes, well, yeah, how do you know that? I guess I can just tell Baptists. He goes, but I don't identify as a Baptist. I identify as a Christian. I asked him, did you take that shot? And he goes, yeah, I took the shot. I had to because I wanted to go on a cruise. I had no comment about that, by the way. And then I told him, I said, well, you know what's bad? He goes, yeah, I wish I'd have never done it. And he goes, but you know what? That, you know, he starts talking. He calls me Teddy. He goes, you know what, Teddy? Because like, we introduced each other. He goes, I re- they don't realize that we have faith in Jesus. And no matter what happens to us here, we have hope and glory. And they can't take that away from us. I said, you're absolutely right. Always remember that, my friends. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you guys again tomorrow morning. God bless. Absolutely. And that's why I've told a lot of people, if you know, you have gotten the shot or, you know, basically did it and didn't really know much about it. That happened a lot. I know a lot of people that did that. 
it just, you know, when it first rolled out and they were telling everybody you need to get it, there were so many people that were so, so had such a desire to go back to normal. And I get it. I mean, it, it that whole nonsense they did. And we're in Florida. And so we were exempt from a lot of stuff down here. We just kind of naturally exempted ourselves out. But I mean, I talked to people that had come down here on vacation and they said, dude, our state, some of these northern states, they're horrible. It's like, it's like living in like, like prison. It's like hell. You can't do anything. Everywhere you go, it's like you got to show your passport. You got to show your vaccine passport. You got to wear a mask. You got social distance. The whole thing was complete and total human being mind control. That's all it was. It was how far can you push the human psyche before people start resisting and people stop complying. That's all it was about. That's why Bobblehead Fauci constantly reiterated the same thing and it would flip flop and then change it again and then push the goalpost out again. Then push the goalpost out again. That's why I was so glad. When this Florida federal court down here ruled that nobody could mandate a mask on uh, basically on trains and planes and everything else because they were going to continue to keep doing it. It was complete and total lie. They said, oh, we'll do it for two more weeks. Two more weeks. We're just going to evaluate what's going on, and then we'll, we'll, we'll decide whether or not we're going to remove the mask mandate. It was a complete lie. And then Fauci came out and said, I can't believe they went in and they did this. It's not their role. The court doesn't have a right to do this. It's the CDC. That was 100% the court's role because the CDC had gone out of control. They were gone completely rogue. They had no intentions on reducing the mask mandate after two weeks. They were going to keep pushing it. They were going to push it and push it and push it, and they were going to wait to see until you start having mass planes of rioting. That's what they were going to wait to see. And the problem with it was – didn't go their way because the federal court finally turned it down. So again, that's the whole point of pushing, staying strong, making sure you got good people that are representing you, and continue to keep yourself vocal and stand by your convictions. Have a great, wonderful night, my friends. Be sure if you need anything, check out the product of the week, the vitamin C, the antioxidants. Last say on last sale today on sale. Be sure to check it out. It ends tonight. The new product of the week will win tomorrow. So check it out. The website healthmasters.com. Just got another fresh batch of the 15-year meat buckets in stock. Got a two-pack on those on the front page. Two-pack special on sale. $50 off when you get two. Got those fresh in. So be sure to check it out. Healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.